Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. decision that was based on reason and faith and not on romantic feelings. It wasn't just because, well, I love her. Because, you know, a lot of times we think that's enough, you know, and when we don't stop to consider that what we're really talking about is just romantic emotion, like that's somehow going to be enough. That's hot air. It goes and comes with the morning breeze. It's got to be something deeper than that. We've all heard the saying that love conquers all, but we don't love with that true love, do we? Pastor Robert talks to us today about the importance and the intensity of marriage and how it's a fight to remain faithful to one another. If it's built on your fickle feelings, marriage doesn't stand a chance against your human nature. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Some of you have heard this story 30 times already, but you know, suck it up. You're going to hear it one more time. She was in Romania and you know, I was involved in a, in a ministry that was focused on serving the fashion industry here in, in South Florida, which at that time was, was huge and, and booming. And, and so I was, I, was kind of, I was surrounded by these beautiful people, you know, beautiful girls. And, and, and so I found myself, I wanted to go buy Elizabeth an engagement ring, but I had doubts about it because I was just beginning to get to know her. I felt like the Lord was leading me to marry her, but I'm looking around, you know, I'm like, Lord, these are beautiful girls. They love you. How am I supposed to know for sure this is the right one? Because I've made some mistakes in the past. You understand? I'm, I was in my early 30s, so I'd made some mistakes already. In my old life, all I would have been focused on was the physical, basically. Is she pretty? Am I attracted to her? Do I like her? Do, you know, is she fun to be around? Whatever. I mean, it, just the, the super official stuff. And the, the Lord, I was leaving this girl's apartment. We'd been working on some, some uh, calendar events and stuff for the, for the ministry. And as I'm walking out, you know, the sidewalk from the entrance to, to her apartment, I'm like, Lord, how do I know it's not her? How do I know? I don't know how to do this. What should, I, what should I be focused on? I mean, really, what, how? And the Lord just spoke a question to my heart. It was just that quiet kind of response, Robert, who do you want to be old with? And it was profound. It clarified everything. Who do I want to be old with? Because I, see, I always told those models, in 40 years, we're all going to look pretty much alike. 
Everybody's going to be wrinkled up. We're going to shrink. I've already lost like a half inch of height. You know what I mean? We're all going to look alike. It's not going to matter. All the things that we, that we, you know, prize as young men and women, it's not going to be quite so important when we're in our 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I thought, that's Elizabeth's, the one I want to be old with. Why? Well, because I could see that our, the trajectory of our lives, it matches. Now, she came here for training thinking she was going on to work in Bogota, Colombia with a missionary, a Danish missionary there. So I don't mean that we were literally headed in the same direction. No, no. We were both pursuing God's best for our lives. And she knew that, that full-time ministry, missions, just trusting God to provide, trusting God to protect, trusting God to lead, that was going to be her life, and that was my life. And I'm like, okay, that'll work. We're moving in the same general direction here. And she's pretty. Jackpot. So it's like everything fell into place. Do you understand? See, I'm not suggesting that if there's no physical attraction, if there's, if there's no connection, you know, God's going to make you marry somebody you don't like and to whom you're not attracted. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the basis of the decision shouldn't be on those temporal, superficial things that are going to fade away in a relatively short period of time. The decision that I made, it was a, it was, it was a logical faith decision. In, in other words, I, I looked at the details. Okay, we're moving in the same direction. She loves Jesus, so do I. She wants to serve Jesus with her whole life, so do I. We're attracted to each other. We've already established that. There's, there is a physical attraction. There's, there's some sort of chemistry, emotional connection, whatever you want to call it. There's, you know, we like each other. If we commit ourselves to it, with Jesus at the center of it, this will work. You see that? So that's what we did, both of us. We both made a decision that was based on reason and faith and not on romantic feelings. It wasn't just because, well, I love her. Because, you know, a lot of times we think that's enough, you know, the, and when we don't stop to consider that what we're really talking about is just romantic emotion, like that's somehow gonna be enough. That's hot air. It goes and comes with the morning breeze. It's gotta be something deeper than that. At that conference, there was a couple that had been married more than 60 years. 60 years. Do you understand at that point in life, it's about the deep things on the inside. It's not about the superficial stuff anymore. There's a deep connection between people that have been married for a long period of time. And so many people never get, to, they never get there. They, they never experience that kind of rich, lifelong oneness because they stay focused on the selfish, superficial, short-term satisfaction. It's natural for a man to be attracted to a beautiful, accomplished woman. It's natural for a woman to be attracted to a handsome, accomplished man. But it can be deceptive. I remember my mentor telling me, he said, Robert, you do realize that doesn't go away just because you get married. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Just because you get married, you think that all of a sudden you go blind? You're no longer attracted to, to beautiful 
likable women. It doesn't stop. As a matter of fact, he said, you, you find yourself in a position at some point, maybe you and your wife had a fight that morning. Maybe it's the same fight you've had 45 times over the last year. And then some beautiful lady at work starts paying you compliments and telling you how awesome you are. And all of a sudden, you fall completely out of love with that old bat that's been bugging you for the last year, and now you're head over heels in love with this beautiful thing at work. And it's all about that deep. There's no foundation in that. It's a deception. It's a lie. Oh, it's real in the sense that you, the feelings can be overwhelming, but it'll wreck your life. It'll absolutely destroy you. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. God's plan for us is that we would commit ourselves to a spouse for a lifetime and then work diligently to serve that person, putting their needs, their interests above our own, putting the, the health of the marriage up at the top of the list in terms of your concerns. Elizabeth's health and happiness should be more important to me than my own interests. I don't always get that right. I don't always get that right, but I try. Because that's the wisest way to live. I'm designed to lay my life down for her. Not, not just in the sense of fighting off an attacker, in the sense of day by day choosing her before me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Laying down my life. One of the best sermons that I've ever heard on the subject of decision making said that once you've spent time seeking God's guidance, you know, step number one, crying out to God, God, I need you to guide me. I don't even know what to pray for, the Bible says. And then once you feel like you've gotten that, okay, I think, Lord, I think you're telling me this. I think you're showing me that. But I need to know. I need clarity. And I need confirmation. I need to know that it's, that it's you and not just me coming up with a good idea or the enemy trying to deceive me. I need to know that this is definitely what you want me to do, the choice you want me to make. He said, once you've gotten to that point, make the best decision you can make and murder the alternatives. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we would still love to have you be a part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the book of Matthew right here on Main Thing Radio.